0: Well, it's been a minute, so I thought I'd check in. Let's go! I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight For my monster from the slab begun Hey everyone, how's it going? How you guys doing? I'm doing pretty good myself. I had a pretty good week. Um. And as you can see you know it's getting closer to halloween i was a little late so as you can see this episode's a a little bit later than we'd like um but you know we have more weeks we have five weeks in this month which is like the craziest thing i don't know why i always thought that that october had um, more weeks in it but it apparently does not what i can say is that there's so much more like going on recently with so much stuff um I don't know what you guys have up to I've personally been freaking myself out recently like I um started watching the TV show Hellstrom the Marvel well it's funny because Marvel's barely done anything with it but the horror show kind of that's based off of that I can what can I compare it to like if I want to do a show like I wouldn't say it's like supernatural level but it's like it's good that it's on Hulu, because it's, it's got those scary points to it, like the jumps or whatever, I guess you could say the jumps. But then it does stuff where it's like, oh, you didn't go there. So it didn't like go all the way there. I'll talk about it more on the next episode, because I'm going to talk about like, my favorite stuff and stuff that I've been getting into and stuff that you might need to like look at. Um, I have been, I know we talked about that earlier in the month, but I've been looking again, I looked again at some like, bloodborne stuff because i've watched like a demon soul thing by ashton hollow you can watch find him on youtube i'll probably i'll tag him in the notes but um ashton hollow goes down he tells you like all like the literally how uh what is it Demon demon souls um i think it's it's no demon souls is the first one it's dark souls dark souls The way that Dark Souls literally, like, goes from, like, the whole thing and everything like that. He takes out, like, the the second game, but the first and the third game are there because they basically follow the same story. I think he said that the second one doesn't. I have not played it, but hey. Um, I'm still getting through Little Nightmares, which is another video game. Um, Movies have been good. I've been watching found flicks, so I saw he recently did Antebellum and another movie that i can't get out of my head terrified it's called terrified it's like a foreign film it's on shutter you can pick it up i think it's like on amazon prime now too so now you can like watch it everywhere so it's not just on shutter but that was a good one um because i was freaked out i was like "Mm, this ain't gonna go his thing was so bad because he doesn't really show clips or anything like that he shows like pictures and maybe like a clip here or there but the clips had me freaked out i was like to see world because he's breaking down the um previously he broke down the Nolan movies, and I like a lot of those. Like, I watched Gone Girl, which if you've ever seen it, watch it, oh my God. Gone Girl will let you know, like, don't, like, women are, like, women are not children that you should play with. Like, And I'm saying this from, like, a because you know, I love the ladies, I love them all, they're amazing, they're great. But also, like, you know how they say, like, oh, if a woman is silent, or she seems like something's not bothering her, you're probably in trouble. This movie exaggerates that to, like, the nth degree. Because I don't know how he didn't see, like his wife set him up. That's all I'm gonna say. She set him up, like, oh yeah, every anniversary you play games. That was called a setup because you didn't see this coming a mile away. Then he also did seven, which is one of my favorite thriller. I don't know. People call it a horror. I don't know. Some people call it a horror, I guess, but it, I know it is a thriller, but it's one of my favorite. I love that movie, the Seven Daily Sins, and I love the ending. So that was pretty amazing probably one of the more fun things for me to watch but yeah so he started breaking down the final destination movie so i think so, far. so i think for the rest of the month he'll be doing he'll be dropping videos on that so that was like a boatload of fun also a lot of horror anime is coming out it's really crazy because jujutsu kaisen comes out on friday there's nobelies on tuesday which is today and then we have um higurashi so that's been good so all that's been pretty much fun and just crazy and all that good stuff today we're talking about like fun horror um or like fun spooky movies like have you ever sat down like you know the movies that your kids can watch like Coraline or um you know Frankenwee or um Coco you know the movies that and I'm naming the funny thing is I'm naming movies that have such a dark undertone like if you sit down and think about these movies and think about like what they have behind them. It's like, oh, I'm gonna have my kids watch Beetlejuice. Have you sat down and watched how inappropriate for children under a certain age, Beetlejuice would be? The funny part is when I was young, cause you know, back in like the nineties, like the late nineties, we were watching like the Beetlejuice cartoon. And I'm gonna tell you that, that cartoon was something. Like you watch it now and you're like, oh, was, was kids really watching this? And it went on for a long, long time. Like, I want to say the Beetlejuice cartoon, I'm looking at it, I'm looking it up now. The Beetlejuice cartoon literally went on for four seasons and 94 episodes. 109 segments. That's how long we all sat around for this film. I mean, for this cartoon. So that tells you that this movie this movie franchise all that stuff like we didn't think about that like we didn't do the whole oh you know these things are dark like I was telling the front of mine. I was like people murdered people in our old cartoons like you saw them get like blown up or they missed because if you watch the G.I. Joe cartoon that's where the stormtroopers were better shots than the Cobra people and they always had red and blue lasers so you knew what team you were going for depending on which lasers were which color but you know, Optimus Prime died, so you know there was you know we had horror. Don't play, don't play. It was horror there. So that was a fun thing. But we're gonna go through, and we're gonna do like spooky stuff. Of course, you know I'm not. The thing is, I'm not gonna go through and talk about um, hocus pocus because we could talk about that all day. Like literally, the Sanders sisters. I have a friend of mine. We would go to his house and we would like literally watch the movie, and he could say it word. For word like and i'm that way with like lion king like the original lion king i can say like word for word um there's a bunch of movies i can say like word for word but he will literally like tell you this like you could literally go through this movie word for word beat for beat tell you every single scene you know the dad comes in he's dressed as satan and they're like oh my god I'm not a Satan. you know he can literally tell you every single ounce of what this film is about so and we all know it's like a classic i think they're doing matter of fact as i record this on tuesday on the 20th i believe tonight they're doing a benefit thing where literally you get to see the sanderson sisters all together doing their thing so you know and i think that disney plus has it up now of of course they have it as a disney movie why would you that's the biggest way for you to get as much as you could even the theaters are releasing it like there's so much there's so much to it um lovecraft country actually ended the day before yesterday I did the season finale we might talk about that later now that i can talk about like the whole season we'll probably do it we'll probably do something on that like the first week in november because i feel like there's a lot to it and i feel like breaking it down would be a whole lot better than anything mm-hmm. but yeah so we're not going to go hocus pocus because everybody talks to that to the nth degree and i feel like what more can be said about it it's a classic it's a mainstay it came out and since then it's been amazing one thing I did look at is I just found out, okay, so the kid who plays Max on the show was actually the main kid on Erie, Indiana, which was another show I watched, which was another show I watched as a kid. And um, Toy Galaxy on YouTube actually did a breakdown of the series because there were like toys of it and things like that and how it moved. Cause I caught it when it went to Fox TV, when it was like Fox Kids. Apparently, it was not supposed to be for children. It was supposed to be like a mix because it was during that Twin Peaks era. So I guess you could say it was like Twin Peaks light. Um, If you've ever seen Twin Peaks, you know what I'm talking about. Um, And I just thought it was funny because I was just like, this is the show, like it was always the show that I thought of like, Eerie Indiana, um, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Those type of shows were like something that was like, okay, as a kid, I don't know who made it sure that I would watch this or get through it or anything like that. It was just not. It was not, you, you know what? Children just children aren't supposed to watch everything, but apparently I could, and that was totally fine with my parents, and that is totally fine because you know what? Now I look at things and I'm like, mmm, I feel like I'm not going to like, oh, you know, walk through a dark house or I'm not going to a haunted home. Or I'm not doing all these crazy things because I feel like that would be the eclipse to like anything that I would go through I'm just like no I'm not going through that like no ma'am sorry not gonna happen but there's so many memories and I think you know we've talked about my memories for Halloween we talked about things that I enjoy but I really want to get down and talk about like the fun stuff that I feel like is great and I'll talk about some of my favorite spooky Halloween Movies, because most of my most of my spooky things that I really like are like Halloween movies. I've never really been into the Halloween specials per se, um, unless it's like the you know the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, or something like that. Because um, for the most part, I really don't do the specials. <coughs> Excuse me. I really don't do the specials that are like um, holiday inspired. They just don't. I don't know. They don't click with me. I don't know know if the new ones just don't do it or something. Like, if there's, like, a certain episode of a TV series, like, say, for instance, I think that, um... Like, there's a couple anime episodes that'll do, like, Halloween specials or Christmas specials. Or you'll have, like, a TV show, like, um... Like, when I was younger, like, Seventh Heaven. Or, you know, you get, like, Desperate Housewives. Or you had, um... And I'm naming, like, the oldest crap shit. But... You know what I'm saying? Like there's TV shows that will literally say these are the special episode for that day and you'll have a moment where that episode will have, it's it's still keep its storyline, but it'll have the theme be, you know, Halloween. You must be real, Halloween's like my favorite movie and all that stuff, but I've never gotten into those. (laughs) You. You. I, told I told the witch the doctor, doctor I was in love with you. I told the witch doctor I was in love with you. And, and then the, the witch, witch doctor, doctor, he told me, told me what to, what to do. do. He said that. What I can say, though, is is that Disney, Disney, or I guess you could say, like, is Buena Vista part of Disney? I feel like they know how to do, like, grab a holiday and just go with it. Because Disney has a lot of holiday movies. I mean, we're talking, like, Luck of the Irish. We're talking, like, Christmas movies. We're talking all these but I go to Disney when it comes to Halloween, cause the Halloween Town, the Halloween Town movies are amazing. Now, I know most people will be like, "Oh, which one's the better one?" All this stuff. Now, Halloween Town is a great, great set of films, great set of films. One thing I can tell you though, is that the last one I don't recognize. The Halloween Return to Halloween Town. Yeah, I don't recognize that. I don't know what you're talking about. That one doesn't exist to me. Um, Makes no sense. Um, The old Marnie's gone. So not gonna happen. Sorry, we're not doing it. But anyways, let me tell you about this. So Halloween Town is basically a movie. It's basically like Harry Potter before there was a Harry Potter. And y'all can say whatever you want about that. But if you look at the series, it's basically like... It's like magic and life and other sides and things like that. But anyways, imagine vampires, ghouls, all that stuff are real, but they live in, like, a separate, I guess you could say, like, universe or, you know, a separate, like, pocket dimension from us. And you have Marnie. So you, when you meet them, you see, like, their mom. You see Marnie. You see her brother Dylan. Justin's, like, a, I believe it's, like, a little sister. Um there's marnie there's her sister i want to say she has a little sister yep she has a little sister So a mom um, and she has her uh, her grandmother now her grandmother aggie cromwell she comes all the time and she's like oh these are cute little things to do what she does not know is that her, her grandma is so slick that's always grandma's for you grandma was suddenly like feeding her like magic and stuff like oh try this try this don't you think this is cute not knowing the secret and so the daughters you know, Maggie, no, no, her name's not Maggie, it's like, uh, what is it, Gwen, Gwen Piper. Because her last name is Piper, because that's what, you know, the family we married into. What I can tell you is that she literally was like, giving them like little stuff to do and telling them stuff, to Say, oh, magic is real. See, this little coin comes out of nowhere. Where'd you get that from? I didn't have that coin on me, of course you didn't, because I put it out of nowhere, put it out of air. <laughs> so grandma's like doing all this stuff. Which is she's honestly paid by Debbie Reynolds, which if you don't know Debbie Reynolds is ugh, classic. When you literally sit down and you're talking about Debbie Reynolds, let me be let me let me just let me just give this to you for a little bit. When you sit down, Debbie Reynolds is the mother of Carrie Fisher, who is Princess Leia, whose daughter is Billy Lord, who's also like You know, she's been in all these anthology series and things like that with Ryan Murphy. So just let you know, we're talking classic, classic. Debbie Reynolds is, like, top-notch. Like, Debbie Reynolds has, like, Golden Globe nominations. She's had, like, I want to say she's had an Oscar nomination. Let me look this up. Has she ever had an Oscar nomination? Because she should. Um... But she's been around for a while, but you know, she said Tony nominations, Tony probably Tony Awards, things like that. She's amazing. She's amazing. So she plays this up. So literally, she's playing like the grandma. She's doing this stuff, and low key, you're like, okay, so what's this up? Come to find out, I think she like leaves a bag or something like that in the first movie. But something happens, and she ends up where, you know, they found out in the first movie. Just you know, long story short, they found out that. She's a witch. They found out the Halloween Town is there. They go to Halloween Town. They found out the mom came from there. The mom wanted a normal life. She didn't really, you know, she kind of like married her husband. She moved on her life. She's like, hey, I'm going to live a normie. I'm going to live my normal life. Let me be. You know, don't come for me. That's what happened. Um... Now, that's the funny part about that. Now, the one thing you can say is at the end of the movie, Marnie does, you know, you know she wants to learn a little bit um, of her heritage. and So she moves to Halloween Town with her aunt. With her, with her, why did I say aunt? With her grandma. So that's when we open up Halloween Town 2. Halloween Town 2 is my favorite. I feel it's a classic. I feel it does exact, I feel like the first one was a great setup. It does everything it needs to do. You get introduced to Cal so you get introduced to all of this. So you get introduced to just literally like and Cal's like the big the Calabar is the big band as far as like the first two films. Um, and you'll see why in a second. And you literally find out he had a connection, he was like an ex-boyfriend or something of the mom and he didn't want her to go and he was he had this plot to take over the world and she's like, yeah, not gonna happen. Um, and this is all laid out in, like, the first movie, because, like, the first movie, he's like, okay, I'm ready to take over. Forget these people. Fuck them. And you're like, "Mmm, mmm, cow. Not a good look, buddy. Not a good look. So, no. One thing you can say is, um... No, one thing you can not do when you get into Halloween Town 2, which is, again, a film I love, is that it's called Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge. And when you go into this film, the fun part is it's okay. So Marnie finds out so Marnie's like doing her thing. She's a bit it's like two years with her grandma. She's a little bit older because the movie's been shot like two years after. And um and there's things going on. So you go into it and she kind of connects with this young man, his name is Cal. Um, who let's be fair with you, he's fine. But she goes through, she talks to him, and they start this process. Um, throughout the throughout the movie, you'll have, like, magical beings who are losing, like, their magic, or they're losing, like, what they are, who they are, and they're just losing, like, certain parts of themselves. Um, So you'll start to notice, like, gray or black and white characters, like goblins and things like that. And as you go through the film, you'll find out, and just to, you know, just to summarize it, is that you find out, of course, that Calabar's back. And... Calabar is like it is the craziest thing because Calabar is um, a golem like he's not real like in this film he's like a a embodiment of Calabar's will and power he's like a golem so like in him is basically like Calabar's pretty much you know his second one up he's like ha ha thought I was done that's not the case he is so that's just not him so I thought it was funny because I'm like this is the gist like this movie has like everything it's well written as you literally go through it slowly you see where she was you see that she has had these friends you you start to see that she had connections there which build into the sec- the third movie so you see all oh, she has all these connections she starts to like a boy because she's getting to the age she starts to like a boy they suddenly sit you there and the first time it was there it didn't hit me because of course you're a kid so of course it's not going to but it didn't hit me that he was related to calabar i was like oh his name is cal okay whatever fine blah and then you get further and further into it and you're like wait 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 wait, wait, the last dude's name was kyle too and then when you think that he's the son and then the final reveal is like no he's really calabar you're like oh that bitch is back Halloween Town too. I mean, Halloween Town High was good because it was a way of like they turned them like normal. Um, well, they didn't turn them normal, but think of it like Nightcrawler and the X Men, where Nightcrawler would. Because I know a lot of people who don't read comic books or don't do anything as far as that side. Just to give you a gist, if you look as if you looked a certain way as far as the X Men, like like Nightcrawler, Sabretooth, a few other people. I always too Sabretooth. But if you didn't look a certain way. Because you couldn't shape change or anything like that, and you wanted to walk around like you were normal, his storyline for a little bit was that he used the image inducer, or you could say he created an illusion. So it looked as though he looked different. So, which I don't know. They never explained how this worked, because where would his tail go? I guess his tail goes in his jeans, I guess, or something. But his hands are like still like three, like clawed or whatever. You know, that never made sense to me, and we would just... One day we are going to literally talk about the mysteries of the X-Men because I'm really going to talk about, I really want to get into that. But anyways, so it's like an image inducer and so sort of like that. So they basically use the same thing in the Halloween Town High movies where people like goblins, ghouls, ghosts, things like that are, use a spell where they look normal, I guess you could say, in quotations, hands up in the air, um, so that people are like, oh, You know, they're regular people. They meet friends, things like that. And then you have a point in the movie where other stuff happens. I'll let you get down to Halloween Town. Like I said, Return to Halloween Town. They have a different Marnie, but they keep the rest of the cast the same. So it's like, how did she, like, where does she, how does she look different and nobody else does? I don't know why Disney, and I have nothing against Sarah Paxton. I like her. She's not that bad. You know, she's not a bad actress at all to me. I just feel like they fucked her over by doing that. So it was just like, hmm. Oh not not working for me now the one other movie that i do want to talk to talk about that i feel like you guys should get into because i don't want to get into too many i mean i can give you a bunch of hints and you know i'm named like beetlejuice and i've talked about um you know we've named beetlejuice we talked about edward you know edward scissorhands the trimmer movies if you want to get like if you want a good laugh but you still want to be scared watch the trimmer movies my girl bb mcintyre's in it kevin bacon's in it you know um, so that is like one of the movies where you're like what like Graboids let me tell you something that is a cult classic and there's a reason for it that movie should never never do you mean me never go away the movie's so good I also just watched um, and I'll get into it in just a second but I also just watched Love and Monsters if you have not watched that movie that movie is excellent the movie is primo prima donna so if I were you watch the movie it's a great movie why not amazing but one movie that i feel like you really should watch it was put up by universal studio universal pictures but some reason i thought it was buena vista is Buena Vista like a? Hey, I i need to look that up i'm like do they actually like i thought they distributed movies and they produced them but you know what i could be i could be 100% wrong we have not touted that i am an expert in anything here we're just literally having a conversation going over things that you may not talk about or go over so i'm really not an expert but the movie I want to talk to you about is the movie with the amazing Goldie Hawn. Let me tell you something. If you, before, I'm not even mentioning this yet. I just say Goldie Hawn. You sit here, you say all this stuff. Because I know people are like, oh my gosh, you know, Goldie Hawn's done a lot of comedy. She's done a lot of this. Stuff. She does drama really well. And she hits her cues. The reason why you think of her and you think of comedy, or you think back to like Tro- Beverly Hills and all this stuff, is because she can hit her cues like you have never seen. There's a reason why this movie has become iconic and it's become iconic because of these two actresses. Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn are the it. They need to do another movie or something because those two, there's a reason this movie is a classic. It will always be a classic and I will hear no bad words about the movie Death Becomes Her because child, girl, this movie, now when I tell you my friend knows this, I've seen this movie so many times, and I have a friend, like I said, my friend who knows um, the movie for Hocus Pocus also knows this word for word, and we will go through and just talk about it, just literally talk about just, like, everything about this movie, but just to give you a hint about this, so we have Meryl Streep, and we have Golden Haunt, they play two women who basically are, like, two different sides of the two different sides of a coin. So you have Helen Sharp, um, who you have Madeline Ashton, who Madeline Ashton is Madeline Ashton is played by Go, by Meryl Streep, and Goldie Hawn plays Helen Sharp. So when you get into and that plays a big part because mm-hmm. they do this whole thing where they call each other's names and they like doing it's really crazy. So Madeline Ashton invites her, she invites her long I'm giving you a quick summary but she invites her longtime friend you know Helen Sharp who's a who she's a writer, she's a backstage along with her Helen's fiance. Um, who's a plastic surgeon, Ernest is with Madeline, and he breaks off his engagement with Helen to marry her instead. Helen ends up getting obese and depressed and committed and doing all that stuff, and she basically plots her revenge on Madeline. Seven years later, Madeline and them are just sitting there, hanging out, doing their whole thing. He's a reconstructive you know, person, all that stuff. So as you go through, he's a reconstructive mortician and stuff like that now. As far as where they're at. So, they pretty much, their life has taken, like, this whole thing. She's, like, this huge, um, star now. And just imagine you, Bruce Willis plays the husband. And he's an alcoholic. So, imagine all these things are happening. All these things are going on. We have the seven-year time jump. And the funny part is, um, is it Helen? Wait a minute, I'm just, I just said that. Oh, yeah, Helen. Helen, the funny thing about Helen is when she shows back up, they take this shift and it's so, like, good because you could tell, like, the special effects or something. But when you get into it, Helen shows up to the house after this and she's like, hey, girl, looking like a supermodel. Like, primo Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn has, like, red hair. She has, like, the tight dress on. She has, like, her hair. She has like her heels on. She was like, I'm a bad bitch. I'm at your door, girl. How you feeling? How you looking? How you going? What's going on? And she's Merrill. She's characters like Megan's like looking at um, you know, Madeline's looking at Madeline. Madeline. I don't know why I said Megan. Madeline is looking at her like, what the hell happened to you? Why are you looking so good? She even does that thing where like she puts her hand over her heart and she tilts her hand back like bitch. So she walks in, she says, oh, I just wanna, you know, have a conversation with you. I just wanna talk with you. I just wanna, I just wanna be in the same room with you. You know, getting into that gist. You know, see what you're going on about. And you literally go through, I mean, she tells her, oh, would you like to know? She was like, oh, this is all exercise. This is all good looking. This is all sexy and beautiful. And da, da. And then throughout the movie, you find out that like one, it was n- it wasn't no surgery, or well, no suction. She took a, she took like a um. A vial of like this stuff, this ancient potion or whatever. Because a friend comes by and tells it to her. Because they call a friend, and she's like, okay, fine. So they do it. They give it to her. You know, she gets the Meryl Streep sex and it's going because you know Meryl Streep was looking hot. She's still hot, but she was looking hot back in those. days. It was like early. That was like ninety two, and so. She does that, puts that in order, they're sitting there going to bed, and then all of a sudden, they start to, like, fight. And the fight is funny, because you start to find out they can't, like, die. The potion is, like, fucked them up. Where they're going to be young forever, but other things are going to happen. But the crazy part was, is that, okay, so remember that I said that that the ex became a mortician. So, they start hitting it. They start arguing. One of them hits the other one with a shovel and she pulls her head back. But it, like, breaks the clavicle and it's not coming back. So, she's like, you're going to come and fix this. So, they literally have him fix it. And then they start showing other stuff. Girl, boy, child, whoever's listening. The insanity that ensues. Because they start coming at each other with, like, weapons. They start arguing. They start pushing each other down the stairs like and it's like shady they're like well look at you you stupid whore she's like can you see me can you see me and she's like literally got her head knocked up her head's backwards no she can't see you why are you asking and like you're gonna walk around to the other side so you're like can you see me now knowing you look upside down because she's seeing you upside down like when i tell you the twists are hilariously funny you're sitting there watching like oh this bitch is for real the The movie won. Um, it did win a best Oscar for um special effects, which is amazingly well. Um, they go through and again they're making the get because the man he I don't know what made his see his character's horribly written because it shows you how how ignorant some folks are from the get go because he broke up with one woman to date to marry the other woman and now he's like the drunk. They're like they're living in this amazing house that has nothing to do with anything he's doing besides like a basic surgery or like. He's not doing past surgery anymore. He's a mortician to make dead people look good. And so now he's got two dead people who are literally like, yeah, whatever. The Friend is played by Isabella Rosalini, who is another great actress. I don't know why these actresses are not like giving you everything from the get-go because Isabella Rosalini, she also showed up in Alias. If you've not seen her there, she showed up in a bunch of other movies, but those are ones, that's one of the ones I remember her from right off the top of my head because... Like, Again, yeah, she's, she's like everywhere. Um, we know who Meryl Streep is, we've loved her since you know, that was her Prada. Goldie Hunt is still doing it. Let's be real with you now, she ain't got work, but apparently, she is working because she's got like a second movie that just popped up on Netflix for the Christmas holiday. So, I guess she just said, I already got Halloween day unpacked, I'm gonna get there for Christmas. Um, favorite scary, like spooky things, um, and that's the most I mean. I mean I would have to get into you that. I don't really have too much that I can say as far as like the fun stuff, but I did want to give you guys a little bit of fun things. You can call this like a quick little bite, um, because the next one will really get you. I'm going to talk to you about some hidden gems that I found as far as Halloween, um, just some things that really like strike me. Everything from, you know, those things that were comic books to those things that were video games to even things that were anime. Um, it's going to be probably one of the biggest things that you can possibly imagine. Um, so check it out the rest of what's going on. Um, also check out, we do, I need to put out two more episodes, but we're gonna, um, we gonna drop those for you, but we are, and I'm also gonna drop a third for you, haha, <laughs> on the next chapters, on the chapters that come out for the X of Swords, we're really getting into it. Um, the next one should be a slight little break, um, just like we talked about in the first episode. This one's going to be, I believe that's coming up, is going to be basically with the that middle section um we're finally getting some swords together right now a head count we- magic has a blade doug ramsey's cypher has a blade um and cable has a blade so we have five of the tens so we need to get five more um we are going to keep our list going because i'm betting so we do know the Excalibur's is going to have one so i'm questioning i've been talking with a friend of mine i don't know how much i agree with him because the sword of might was buried um and so I figured out that, so right now we're gonna have a fight with Excalibur between Psylocke and her brother. um, Not Psylocke, is it Psylocke? Is she using Psylocke? No, she's calling Captain Britain. But that's weird too, because there's two of them, but Bessie Braddock and um, Brian Braddock, they're twins. They're gonna be fighting over a blade, so we know that one of them will carry one. Then we have the other four blades. We do know that, I, I still wanna say that Gorgon has one, but now I'm hearing that he doesn't have one, so I don't know, so that's a blade. Um, We know that the Greek gods are supposed to be connected to a blade. And then we have two more, um, which, I'm, which is Scarab. So I'm guessing Apocalypse is going to have a blade. And then for some reason there's a blade that's like not crossing my mind but those so if you guys want to keep up with that kind of keep up with things that are going on there also i do a dc episode like a dc comic episode that basically just literally talks about all the dc stuff that's coming up because future state is coming so and i'll give you guys a hint of that next episode about the stuff that i'm excited about because they're really good drops before you so if you're into comic books the first part of the next episode you'll really love because we're going to talk about future state talk about all that talk about the return of static shock to movies because apparently michael b jordy's doing something there and we're talk about a bunch of other things. So if you want to think about that, listen to our next episode. We talk about Spooky. Listen to our X Swords, where we're going to break down and talk about more of those beautiful and wonderful swords. And just have a great day. Thank you so much. With man, Dracula and his son. The scene was rocking over digging the sound. He got on chains back by his baying hound. Often daggers were about to arrive, oh. but the vocal group, the crypt killer fire. They played the match. They played the monster man. The monster man. It was a great odd smash.